Welcome to episode 53 of George's Random Astronomical Object. Every episode, I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes the object so interesting to astronomers. So, I will now run the random number generator. The coordinates for this episode are 17 hours, 25 minutes, 29.1 seconds right ascension, and negative 48 degrees, 25 minutes, 20 seconds declination. These coordinates point to an object in the constellation Ara. Ara is another one of these constellations that almost no one has heard of before because it's located sufficiently far to the south that it's difficult to see from a lot of the northern hemisphere. Rather surprisingly, it does show up in ancient Greek star charts. It's supposed to represent an altar from an ancient Greek temple. However, the medium brightness stars in this constellation could be construed to look like just about anything. Some of my references say that this looks like a distorted version of the letter H, so the ancient Greeks could have called this the constellation Eta, which is the Greek letter that looks like an H, and that would have made much more sense to both the ancient Greeks and modern people. The specific object these coordinates point to is NGC 6352, which is a globular cluster found at a distance of about 22,000 light-years, or 6700 parsecs, within the constellation. Globular clusters are giant, gravitationally bound spheres of stars that orbit outside the plane of our galaxy in the galaxy's halo. A typical globular cluster could contain up to a million stars or so, or to be more accurate, enough stars that have a combined mass equivalent to a million times the mass of the Sun. NGC 6352 itself has a mass of about 100,000 times the mass of the Sun. Astronomers are very interested in looking at globular clusters because they typically contain the oldest stars within our galaxy, which means that, by studying these stars, we can understand what the early universe was like. Many globular clusters appear to have come from dwarf galaxies that have fallen into the Milky Way, which means that these clusters can provide some information on how the Milky Way has grown in size over time by absorbing smaller galaxies. However, NGC 6352 is an abnormal globular cluster that isn't like other globular clusters. The key difference is that the stars in NGC 6352 contain many more elements heavier than hydrogen and helium than what we find in typical globular clusters. These heavy elements have slowly formed within stars in the 13.8 billion years since the Big Bang, and the heavy elements get ejected into space when stars die. Stars in our galaxy as old as the Sun, which is about 4.5 billion years old, would have formed out of interstellar gas that contained a relatively large amount of these heavy elements because stars would have been dying and ejecting these heavy elements into the interstellar medium for about 9 billion years or so. These heavy elements are still present in the outer gas layers of our Sun and other stars, and although the amounts are very small, astronomers can still see that they're there. When the oldest stars in the universe formed, including the stars found in globular clusters, 
the interstellar gas that they formed out of would have contained hardly any heavy elements. For example, the ratio of iron to hydrogen in the stars of a typical globular cluster is less than 10% of the ratio found in the outer atmosphere of the Sun. So, it's weird that the iron to hydrogen ratio for the stars in NGC 6352 is about 30% of the value for the Sun, which is really high compared to other globular clusters. After rejecting the hypothesis that NGC 6352 had been buying iron and other dietary mineral supplements from its local drugstore, astronomers came up with an explanation of why this globular cluster contains so many heavy elements. They determined that NGC 6352 is probably a couple of billion years younger than the typical globular cluster. This would mean that NGC 6352 would have formed out of interstellar gas that had been accumulating heavy elements from dying stars for a couple of billion years, rather than forming out of mostly pure hydrogen and helium like other globular clusters. It also looks like the cluster formed within our galaxy. And what's really interesting is that it might have formed when gravitational interactions between the Milky Way and another galaxy caused interstellar gas clouds within our galaxy to collapse and form new stars. In other words, NGC 6352 is the relic of a major intergalactic event about 11 billion years ago that changed our galaxy. So that is what professional astronomers find to be so interesting about NGC 6352. However, it also turns out to be a popular amateur astronomy target as well, because it has been included in an amateur astronomy catalog of objects called the Caldwell Catalog. It even has the alternate designation of Caldwell AD1. However, only amateur astronomers would understand this designation. Professional astronomers would only recognize the name NGC 6352. The Caldwell Catalog was originally created in the 1990s as a list of 109 very bright, very interesting star clusters, nebulae, and galaxies that were easy to see with the amateur telescopes, but that did not make it into the Messier Catalog, originally created by Charles Messier in the 18th century. Some of the Caldwell objects were simply overlooked by Messier when he made his catalog, despite being as bright as the other things that did make it into his catalog. Other objects were simply too far south in the sky for Charles Messier to see from France, which is where he did all his work. NGC 6352 is one of these southern objects. The globular cluster can be seen about 1.75 degrees to the northwest of the brightest star in the constellation Ara, which is the star Alpha Ara at the upper left end of the H-shape. The cluster has a magnitude of about 8, and most of the stars fall within the circular region with a diameter of about 7 arc minutes, or about one quarter the diameter of the Moon. While it's possible to see this cluster in a 15 centimeter or 6 inch diameter telescope and see the individual stars in a 40 centimeter or 16 inch diameter telescope, it's not a terribly bright or exciting globular cluster. In fact, the open cluster IC4651, just to the south of this, is actually much brighter, and one of my references even indicated that people often mistake IC4651 for the fainter NGC6352. However, because NGC6352 made it into Caldwell Catalog and IC4651 didn't, amateur astronomers pay much more attention to NGC6352. The location on the Earth's surface that corresponds to the position of NGC 6352 in the sky 
is slightly less than 1,700 kilometers west of southern Chile in the Pacific Ocean. This is another one of those random patches of the Pacific Ocean that I really can't say much about. The Southern Pacific Current passes through this area, but that's just about the most interesting thing that I can say about this location. The website for this podcast is www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can visit the website to download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, look up additional reference information, and send me random feedback. You can also find this podcast on Facebook and on Twitter. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de and the sound effects from the Freesound Project at www.freesound.org. Thanks for listening.